Do we get to look at ourselves? Hello, hello, and welcome, <laughs> or welcome back to the Let's Talk Hair podcast. I'm Araz. For those of you that are watching this on YouTube, you're going to see that I have somebody special sitting right next to me. Hello, hello. And for those of you who are listening, I'm going to encourage that you go watch this on YouTube. The quality is not that great because um, we are in a hotel room. As you can see. Yeah, we are in a hotel room. Um, I am in Northern California to teach a class and on a very... Um, on a big whim and very impromptu, um, me and Ricardo had dinner and I wanted to invite him on the Let's Talk Hair podcast. So for those of you that don't know or you can't see, I am with Ricardo Jara. Hello, the one and only. Yes, the one and only. <laughs> the most ratchetest bitch in the industry. Absolutely. And I have to say this, just trigger warning, there will be profanity. Lots of profanity. Yeah. Lots, lots of, of twerking. Lots of that. And lots of fuck so shit. So disclaim horror. Yeah, disclaim horror. So just so you guys know, um, and if this does offend you, then absolutely feel free to not listen. You guys can just press stop and all this. We can. But here's the thing, guys. Today we are going to talk about, and this is why I wanted to bring Ricardo on here, <clears throat> is about authenticity. And so for this season, I was thinking about who do I want to bring on as guests? And I have a few people in mind. And my theme maybe not a theme for lack of a better word, but I was thinking about some people that I know in the industry and how they have their own unique uh, so superpowers. Sweet. No, 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 I'm being serious. Like, no, I know like you're something, sweet. I'm being fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> something that makes them stand out, something that makes them so unique that I view as a superpower. My and booty. so that... <laughs> That is definitely a superpower, but we're not going to show that on um, YouTube. At least you got a glimpse. You can watch it in jeans. That's totally fine. You can twerk in jeans all you want. But when I was thinking about you know Ricardo and what his superpower is, what I see as his superpower, um, it is that he is audaciously authentic. And in an industry, Stretch. right? Do you like that? You need to get it tattooed <laughs> right on my forehead. Authentic. <laughs> Um, and I think Thank in, of sweet. course, in this so industry, you, you know, I'm trying. Those bitches too. I'm trying. <laughs> but we are in an industry where I think the tides are changing now and authenticity is being viewed as a positive. But I 100%. feel like you've been like this for a long time and it wasn't always viewed being authentic as being a good quality, Not right? Like there is such, uh, this industry is very much fit in the box fit in the bubble you have to be like everybody else Drive 10 and 2 yeah yeah, yeah. hands be on 10 a and 2 way and ricardo is not that um i go against he... the grain honey absolutely I do not like to conform to shit that's just what i do and thank you for the intro baby that was the best thing now ever. you tell them a little bit more about you <clears throat> well my name is ricardo jara Emphasis on the ho on Ricard Ho. As you can see, my earring says ho. I always wear my job title proud bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been, what, classic shit doing hair for like counting beauty school or not counting beauty counting school? Counting beauty school, always. 15 years then. Ooh. And I'm crumpling up, bitch. It's like a rice cake. my quinceanera. <laughs> Wearing my fucking bucle ass little curls, bitch. <laughs> your quinceanera curls and my fucking coral ass dress. Yes. And you need a crown. <laughs> so 15 years and uh, still going at it. My body's decomposing. But like she said, I came into an industry that I saw that was really, really plastic as fuck. And it was off-putting in the beginning. So I just marched to the beat of my own drum and I kept being me and it's something that I've always stuck 
two, if you read any publications or articles about me, usually they're going to say, speaks his mind, always stands in his truth, and it's something that I really strongly believe is imperative and important to people's self-being and their mental health. Because if you are constantly forming yourself to be some other bitch, you're never going to be truly happy. So, I don't know any other way to be, bitch. Yeah. Um, 15 years doing hair, specialize in blondes, extensions. Um, I specialize in men. <laughs> <laughs> Not haircuts. Uh-huh. And then we'll move on from there. But yes, 15 years in the industry. I am an Oligo Pro sponsored artist. That's who I love to use for my... Lightner and things like that, and what more is there to say about me? I mean, there's a whole lot to there say about you. There is a lot, you. bitch, but... Uh, we're going to keep it right here. We're going to keep it right here, and I'm going to let her direct me so we can... Because I haven't been a podcaster, but I might... Is this your first time on uh, a podcast? It's my second one. Celeste did one the Oh, first got it. Time, okay. It was never, like, looking at me like this. Oh, yeah, we're recording <laughs> on my on my. Like, uh, bitch, who are you looking at, ho? <laughs> Should I turn it off? No, no, no. I okay, love it. you're good. You like looking at I yourself. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, like love I said myself. earlier, this was definitely an on the whim um, as far as recording today. So, he had been on my mind to be a podcast guest for a while. I think I invited him season one and we just couldn't make it happen for some reason. But we did tonight. Yeah, we absolutely did tonight. Bitch hit and me so... up. She's like, I'm coming to teach a class. What are you doing? I know it's last minute. Even last time I told this how I was like, don't tell me like week before or anything like I'm that. Very she last did minute. The, but this time it worked out. Yes. And then I was like, let's shoot your little potty. Yeah. We had some dinner. We kikied. We we talked, <laughs> had some tea, <laughs> a literal tea. And now we're here literally in the hotel room. In the hotel room. Talking to you guys about authenticity and this is her podcast so ask me questions or talk to me do whatever you want okay no pressure no pressure no pressure no so like I said there there's no actual roadmap here usually I have like a list of questions but I wanted to talk about the authenticity piece because you said something earlier that was really poignant is that if if we try to be hold on define poignant bitch oh like you're like My my vocabulary ain't that fucking broad, bitch. I went to beauty school, not Harvard. Poignant, poignant. And I don't even fucking know if I'm using it correctly. Alexa, what's poignant? There's no Alexa in this house. There is no Alexa in this house or this hotel. Not me Googling. So um, poignant means like it was a really strong point. Okay. That makes sense. That's what I figured. Poignant. 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 So the point that you said um, about how you, you have to be yourself, because I think a lot of times as hairdressers or as educators or as salon owners, we look up and see what other people are doing, Mm -hmm. how they're doing it. And if they have found success, we think, okay, well, I need to follow in that same path. And what can happen is it goes from following in that same path and learning to now like almost mimicking and trying to speak like and act like and do the same promotions as and foil the same way and... And so I think everyone's a victim to this. I've fallen to that. A hundred percent. I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. It happens. But being self-aware about it and just always being yourself is going to keep you from straying from that. Because then you're going to check yourself like, hold the fuck up. I am looking like a robotic mimic mirrored version of this bitch who I idolize or this person who I idolize. Everybody has something to bring to the fucking table. Everybody has a unique, like she said, everyone has a superpower. Everybody has... Something to contribute. If you think you don't, then you do, I some work. do some work on yourself because everybody has a different voice. What I say differently than her is going to come out and be digested differently, whether it be the same technique, information, or anything. So, yeah. like, we could literally say the same exact thing 
And he's going to, the same exact point. Yeah. And the way he brings it, the way he delivers it, the sauce that he puts on it versus the way I do it and the sauce I put on it, (laughs) you know, it's, it's similar concepts executed differently. And so I think if you're looking at your career as a whole, whatever you want your goal to be, whatever you want for your career, I guess the value of bringing you to it, because if you're a carbon copy or you're replicating or you're being like others in hopes to have the same People success. People gonna see that shit. And it's not even, yes, they're gonna see it, but like, <laughs> it's not going to be you. Yeah. And so if it's not you, and it's a, it's, it's kind of like catfishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you can build all the hype online with being a catfish, but then people meet you in real life and you don't look like that. You're going to lose people. They're and like, so, oh, hell no. yeah. And so it's the same <laughs> thing. Like if you're showing up a certain type of way for your, your <clears throat> clients online, mm-hmm. trying to fit this box, right? Like, let's say that you say fuck a lot. Yeah. Okay. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. He Bitch. says fuck all the time. <laughs> and, and you're filtering it. Because you want a certain type of clientele, right? You want, in your mind, you think high ticket clientele, uh, bougie clientele, they're not going to be okay with me saying Mm -hmm. fuck, fuck, fuck. Then you're going to have to put on that show during the whole appointment. And it is going to suck (laughs) the life out of you. Yeah. Am I right? you're going to hate what you're doing. You're going to hate what you're doing versus... It's going to feel so robotic. And I'll tell you, to cap to... Jump off of that. I have been saying fuck shit, bitch ass cunt my whole career. And I have bougie top dollar clients. I got them all. There's a person for everybody. If somebody doesn't like you, then they just keep it moving. And I think it's important to stay true to yourself for that reason. Because it's it it will get you into a spiral. You will start Downward. hating what you do. You will start hating yourself because it's not you. You're not emulating and showing what is authentically living inside you're putting on this mask for people and like i said before people are going to see through that so it's better to just stay consistently you and you're gonna get and call in what you put out there so that's what i've always done people always ask me like i upload all my stories i'm like straddling a client there's like these memes out there that people put like how you are in front of your um Your bougie clients versus your, like, OG clients. Yeah. The fucking bitch who sits in my chair, that first consultation, you're getting a motherfucking lap dance, bitch. So I don't switch it. I don't switch it up for anybody like that. So I don't identify with those reels where people are like, hey, I'm doing this with the with my OG clients, which is cute and shit. But then the, with the first one, you're acting like 10 and 2. It's like, no, when you I've walk in, guilty. I'm like, what's up, bitch? How you doing? <laughs> and I have been guilty hell? of that, especially early on in my career as a stylist behind the chair, because I'm like, oh, I need to be professional. I Mm -hmm. need to keep it like, and I started so young that I had my age working against me. I was 17 when I graduated beauty school. I know. I started at 15. Mm -hmm. Oh, I started at 15, 17. I got uh, finished. She was in high school. That means she was doing it in high school. Yeah, I was doing high school in the morning from like 6 to 11. She a Nova Achieva, bitch. Yeah, oh, no. Excuse me. And then I was in beauty school 12 to 4.30. I didn't even graduate I, on time. I had a point seven GPA. Hell. I had a job, too. <gasps> Good for you, bitch. I have been an overachiever We were just talking about how I'm 15 years in it and crumpling into a Rice Krispies treat. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how you're still going, bitch. I'm over here like... Dying. Uh, like, <laughs> 
Well, because I don't do 7,000 mini foils. Like <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Trust me, I want to fucking lay off the overfoiling, but something in my heart just doesn't You just can't allow do it. Yeah, see, that's, I don't have carpal tunnel because I don't do 7,000. Look at this foils. pinky and look at this pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the difference? You guys have to watch this on oh. YouTube. Oh my gosh. That's okay. why I'm constantly so adjusting. So I'm sorry. Back, back to the point about, it's and it's not about, here. it is kind of hot. And it's not about just cussing or saying bad words. It's just. It really who, isn't, honestly. It's just it's my language. It's who you language. are as a person. <laughs> Personally. Right? So like if you, for example, I'm really messy. Look at his oh. shirt. Hashtag hair ho. Oh. You did that on purpose. <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> you did that on purpose. Um, so yeah, it's not about it's not about cussing. I was gonna tell you. So I tend to be very um, like I'm messy. I'm not a clean dresser. Oh. I am messy. There's I'm bowls messy of color bitch. everywhere. There's fo- like my foils look like they were crumpled everywhere. Okay, <laughs> but like I'm not trying to front like I am perfectly clean and have it all together do i have my salon cleaned yes do i have an assistant that cleans up after me yes but the days that my assistant isn't there my salon is a mess and that's just what it is and so i'm not going to try to be something that is not authentically me so it's not just about your language it's about your perspective it's about your um outlook it's about how you show up how you communicate how much you share like if you are an oversharer for example, and you like to get deep with people and you want to talk about aliens and conspiracies and all that, then like do that with your clients because those are going to be your people. So it's all about being this, this authentic self that Ricardo does so well. And I think one of the, one of the, yes, accept it, accept (laughs) it, accept it. And so one of the things that I think I found fascinating about Ricardo is he is very authentic not just in his language, but just his personality, right? In an industry... Since I popped out my mom's coochie, honey. Bingo. But <laughs> in an industry that celebrates conformity, Ooh. right? And so not only is he, that's why I say audaciously authentic, but he still <laughs> has um, a, a great clientele, but more importantly... This is for any of you who want to work with brands. Oh, yeah. Or if you want to be an educator. Um, there I are still br- have people who fuck with me. Huh? I said I still have people who fuck with me. There are brands who work with Ricardo. Yeah. Color Track, Design Me Hair, Oligo Pro, uh, Matrix Bio- Biolage. Sorry, they're different. They told me. They are different. Send me things. Um, food companies. A lot of people. So, it, like, I want you <laughs> to And they love about, that about yes. me. Just to be, to because it's you your superhero. It's your superpower. They love that about me. They love, and some people don't. Don't get me wrong. There's lots of people who are like, God, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? On both cheeks, bitch. <laughs> so... Yes, I get it. And you're always going to have people who go against you. But again, there's always when you are you, you're going to attract like a magnet what you want. And you're going to be living so much less stress free because I'm sitting in a chair and I'm talking to my client. I don't have to think that. Oh, I can't say that. I literally Mm -hmm. don't have to think. I just Mm -hmm. fucking speak. I speak like, oh, my God, this just happened in my coochie last night. I don't even have one, bitch. But like (laughs) I say it like that and they fucking say it right back. My clients are like they're like my people. They're They're like me, you know. So, yes, there's a certain level of professionalism that people should have. But at the end of the day, 
there's nothing words are words cuss words are cuss words if you're not harming anybody and if it's not hurting anybody who you what you're doing and who you are then what the fuck is the problem with it yeah i mean a few cuss words it's what it's gonna well there are people who get very offended absolutely like i had somebody post on one of my videos saying wow all the things that you said were so great i just wish you weren't you wouldn't swear as much yeah and, and before like, I was yeah. deleted off Instagram, I had a lot of those people as well. Like, God, I, your delivery just could be a lot different. And I'm just like, well, it could, you could, yeah. it could be a lot different, <laughs> but you could also hit the unfollow button. Yeah. Hey, I love you. Thank you for supporting me when you did. And other things, too, that I use my platform to speak up of. People are like, whoa, I would never expect this from you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not here to fit in your box, bitch. Yeah. You're fitting in my Instagram box. You're following me for a reason. Yes. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, at Kick Rocks, we all got life to live. If you do not like what you see, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I thought it was touch screen. It's at, not. The, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm going to continue being who I am. And if it's going to keep you pressed like a little panini, I suggest you keep it moving. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean that with all the love in the world. Press like a little panini. <laughs> so I think the the whole point on on why I wanted to bring Ricardo on here is a I wanted him to share a little bit about his story. And before I continue, I do want you to share about your Instagram. Did you get deleted because of being super authentic? Yes, I was deleted at thirty thousand. I started getting dings with my captions. I actually have it here, but I don't want you guys to see any of these pictures over no, here. No, right no, no. <laughs> But I have all the dings recorded. I would put a... So if you go to my page, Ricardo Hara Hair 2 now, um, <laughs> all my captions, I talk. I call the hair little cunt bitches. I call them hoes. I call the hair strands this. But I say it in, in my own way where you, if you were to read my caption, you'd be like, okay, this is fucking informative, educational, entertaining. It's like fucking sex novel for hair. But it's just the way I like to talk, the way I type, the way I do things. So when censorship started happening more... There was my it, cunts, hoes, I call my bleach Pablo Escobar because it was oh like cocaine. <laughs> so I was uh, inciting criminal organizations. <laughs> That's what Instagram said? Inciting criminal organizations, bullying because I would comment, bitch, you're fucking killing this cunt, good job on this fucking hair. I was calling her a cunt. So bullying. So I kept getting dings, kept getting dings. And as a stubborn little capper cunt bitch that I am, I'm like, I'm not going to fucking stop typing. For them, and every time, edit caption. So I would start captioning, and then they'd be like, this is a caption that's been reported before. Do you want to edit? Nope. So if you look at my profile and my account, it'll say that I'm at risk of losing it right now. But it's literally just because of my play on words and the algorithm. And I did speak up for things that I wanted to speak up for that I was very passionate about in the beginning that included a lot of social issues, whatever way you want to think about it. Some were on that side of the stuff and some were on that side. I don't conform to that little game so a lot of those things weren't allowed to be talked about and as someone like she says who is what is the word audaciously, audaciously authentic. authentic i don't know how to do this the way the world's going with all this censorship and doing stuff i do not know how to censor myself in real life <laughs> so i wasn't gonna do it so i got deleted and i mean i rose out the ashes bitch like a <laughs> fucking phoenix so let me ask you honestly like when it first happened <clears throat> October 16th of 2021. Perfect. Yes. We have a date. Nobody is counting. Nobody is counting. But no, like when it first happened and you realize like, shit, I just lost my account of 30,000. Because for those, you guys know how hard it is to grow an Instagram following um, within these last five or six years. Aww. Oh, oh. If oh. you guys are watching on YouTube. Um, oh, can I 
can I not upload Instagram? No, yeah, you can. Oh, I thought of the conflict. No, because the thing is, sometimes <laughs> oh, people listen it. on a podcast, and then sometimes people oh, watch sorry. it on YouTube. So if you guys I just can't see posted it, posted up my deletion of me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when you guys know how hard it is to build up an audience, especially like I feel like 10 years ago or even seven, eight years ago mm. was easier. People were giving follows like it was candy. And now people are very stingy and they only want to follow people who they truly resonate with. And so building up to 30,000 organically and authentically was never hard. bought. Yeah, of Anybody? course not. No. no. I mean, well, I guess some people do buy, huh? Oh, my God. People were buying like crazy, oh, right? OK, so no. actually, let me be authentic. In the beginning when I was at 2000, there was something called Instagress. Someone showed it to me and it would, I used it for a month and you put in a premeditated comment. Okay. And, oh, and it would go in and engage for you? Yes, on the certain hashtags. And then after a month of it, I was like, whatever. I gained 100 followers from it, but I did so full transparency. Okay, so you that. did. You but bought 100 followers. <laughs> I didn't even pay for the service. It was free. You just like go in and you put your handle and you put like I put 20 things just because I was physically doing it to everybody and commenting and going because if you look at my comments I comment to every single person back. he really does I reply to every DM so for me it was just frustration of like fuck it's I'm getting overwhelming gonna do this and do it that way so I did that for a month but it didn't but other than that though you're 30,000 yes, you authentic. grew and so when you realize that fuck because of my authenticity authenticity I audacious. lost, my, yeah, yes, yes, your <laughs> audacious authenticity, you now lost something that you worked so hard for. So initially, because you said you rose out of the ashes, right? Mm -hmm. But like, what was the initial, because I think there's a lot of people who have lost their accounts recently for mm -hmm. whatever reason. So and like, what anyone's the initial, losing them now. What was huh? the initial what? You're, like your initial thought of when you realized like, oh Fuck, shit, it gone. happened. You knew it was going to happen? Yes, I've been being warned for like six months solid. And then I was like, well, it's here. Before that, I was blocked from lives, from doing lives for that. two months. And then I was, um, I don't know what else they had me restricted from. And then my father owns a very popular restaurant out here in the Bay Area. So I run that Instagram as well. And Adam Mazzari, the owner of, the head of Instagram, I personally DM'd him and I showed him a picture that I have here in my phone of the he the post that got me deleted which was a balayage raw like hair and i just captioned it like just talking like i talk and then i was like look i'm getting i'm about to get oh this was warnings not even deletion and i told him i'm like look i am not a criminal organization <laughs> a prostitute questionable bitch but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not inciting prostitution or bullying people look at my play on words and he had said we definitely don't censor off uh, language, which was complete fucking bullshit because no, I have the screenshots true. and the fucking thing. And that was like two months before I got deleted. So it took me down. It was like suddenly there was like all these reviews happening on my page. I started, I tried to log in and then I started getting stories from a year ago. I even have the story screenshotted where I was like, live your fucking truth, bitch. Always fucking be you ho. Aww. And it took me down for that. It's like this from goes, a year ago. From so a they year, were investigating so your account. was like, dun, 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 and then said, your account has been disabled. So instant reaction, I was like, fuck, yes, your gut just sink to your fucking booty hole, bitch. But I was like, I remember someone asking me two years prior. <laughs> it's not touch screen. <laughs> no, my bad, bitch. The, the screen keeps getting uh, A year dark. or two years when I Instagram was like doing, they were like, would you be able to exist without your Instagram? Like, you would die not having it. I was like, no. I'm like, I lived without having it before. So this, to me, rang in my head. I was like, okay, can I survive without this? 
And in my head, yes, I didn't need it. I was it hurt me because I have memories there. Like she said, if you're an overshare, I was uploading of my family, of my weight loss journey, of everything, journey, yeah. health. Um, I was preaching a lot of natural health because I reversed some autoimmune diseases in me holistically and now your knees hurt. My knees hurt. My note. <laughs> Here you soaking my pillow. We're literally <laughs> we're sitting on the floor. Her knees hurt, amateur. I am an amateur. I'm an old lady. Old lady. Oh, that's so much better. So then what was I saying? <laughs> I only did it once, bitch. Oh my god. She's like she, I you, forgot too. <laughs> it's past um, my bedtime. It's now nine thirty. You were talking about your memories, your health loss journey. Oh yes. That's what I was like, that's what really like really hurt because I went in once I started involving people with like celery juicing and things like that. I wasn't just hair. Yeah. It was just people were like for what do you do with your skin? How are you like this is an uncle? How are you like this? how are you I was doing food recipes, I was doing health. I was just like sharing what was within real time. I started my health journey, my weight loss journey with Instagram. Like I was like, look, I was all fucking swollen. I'm like, I'm starting celery juice with you guys. So all that being archived in my stories, the trip where I was flown to Miami, where I was flown to Canada, memories of people, like things that I had saved in there. I don't think these platforms, when they delete, you understand. Obviously, you'd be like, God, live life. Don't be so on there. But at the end of the day, back in the day, this is my camcorder. This yeah. is where I have all my memories. This yep. is where I save everything. That's where I have my captions, my growth of where I was fucking leaving lines and doing ugly ass little hairs to me and seeing where I got to, the nominations, everything. All that was deleted in a blink of an eye for yeah. that with no rebuttal, no help. So it was annoying. It was damning. And it was something that I didn't get into a depression. I didn't like cry about it. I still, till this day, you could say I'm crying about it, but I'm on two, still trying to get it back. But like I said, I made another page and I kept it moving. At the end of the day, I really would just love to log in, grab all my content. Yeah, like and then 800 posts with formulas that I put in there, like literally formulas. And I, I had in my head to do, because people would always tell me, they're like, put your pictures with your captions in a book. And mm -hmm. have it be like a salon book. Yeah. If you just can just go back and get that. And it's just like those things. So it did hurt me in that sense. And I'm still a hopeful bitch and persistent. So I still am hopeful that I'll get it back. And it's only but been it two is. years. It, it can. You know, and the follower count truly doesn't really matter. But in the business sense, let's be real. Like people do look at that number. People do look at, oh, can this person bring something to me? So at the end of the day, it helps in that sense. But... That's another thing I did want to talk about is because we've talked about this before mm -hmm. um, with some of these ideas that we have as hairdressers that we think are truths, but they're really not. So, for example, that every single person who has a large following must be successful mm. and must be making a lot of money. Yeah, that's it's so ass backwards. It's ass backwards. You um, have like 900,000 followers. I know bitches who... Come on, aren't making money. <laughs> like it doesn't. But they they go for that part though. Like they like the Instagram and the popularity is enough money for them. There so. was somebody that I was watching on TikTok and I don't know who it was. It wasn't a hairdresser, but she was crying in her TikTok. She has over three hundred thousand followers on TikTok and she was crying about how she doesn't have enough money to pay her bills. So I don't want anybody to assume that a large following means automatic success. Number one. Number two. Ricardo talked about this a couple years ago, and this is when I was like, I fucking love this dude. Oh, when you were memory, talking honey. about 
nominations. the nominations. Uh-huh. And so I want you to touch on uh-huh. that. Um, and not like specifics, but just in general of like, and this is about being authentically yourself and being happy mm-hmm. with who you are and what you provide and not needing that external validation. So if you can just talk about that, because you I, just reposted about something like that too, right? Yeah. Are you talking about like where I said... About the nominations. That I just want nominations? No, 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 no. About how they don't people contract get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The meme I made? I don't remember. <laughs> it was something like about don't let... Like if you get nominated or you don't get nominated, oh. it doesn't matter. Yes. If like you you're still a good well, because when I was speaking... Like, <laughs> like, go. When <laughs> I was talking, I was telling her, I had people would message me a lot because they're like, how do you get nominated? How do you get these contracts? How do you do these things? And stuff like that. When... We touched on it. Be authentic. Be you. People are going to gravitate to you. But I had a lot of people that would message me and say that they would be going into whatever kind of Naha, anything shows or courses that little individual brands do or um, courses. What do you call them? Shows. Award shows. Not even that. Um, Contests. Contests online and things like that. People would lose. Like, I would... People would tell me that they went into a three-month depression, that they were completely, like, in a dark hole because they didn't even... Yeah, like, I don't want to do hair anymore. A simple, like, just a nomination for something that they worked so hard for. And I was just like, this, like, these people... I've been not nominated before. And, yes, you get a little, like, ego, whatever, but you move on for, at least for me, some people can't. So I think it's important that you do not let that be... What defines you? Yeah. What what makes you you? Like like she was saying, you is what makes you you. Um, people who get nominations or contracts or things like that, they're no bigger or better than you. They're just, I don't know what for. What do you think they just? They're go getters. Not that you're not a go getter, but some people are more eccentric and loud, and, and that's you guys, what, what reigns supreme it... for people. It's sometimes not even the talent for a hundred percent you know it's like how how loud you can be and things like that. or it's also and i'll be very honest and transparent it's who you know yeah a lot of this industry you guys i've been in it for 23 years and i've i've seen all kinds of sides of it right and you could be the most talented incredible amazing stylist who deserves to be recognized by brands who deserves to be recognized and get nominations and get contracts. But you don't. And that doesn't mean you suck. Exactly. I can tell you this right now that when I, I will still start doing it again. But before on my other page, I would, I had lots of big brands follow me, lots of big names following me. So I would repost on my stories and in pages, like people who like literally to me in my own head, I'm like, you fucking shit on my work, bitch. How the fuck are you not like top tier up there, you know? And I would repost them and send them to these people and stuff like that because every, like there's so much talent out there. There's so much much fucking talent. And And we've become this, like, we need this external validation to to be ourselves and make no validation comes from within you and yourself. Like I fucking killed that hair. When you see that bitch walking in the store and you love your work, if your bank is happy, all this other shit, it's just, it's added cherry. Yes, it helps. It's fun. It's cool. It's engaging. It's community. But like she was saying, this industry, I personally believe has been becoming so robotic and so fake 
And it started when I first came in. And the, the industry has been for a long time. I'm oh, just yeah. saying when I came It's actually first, getting a little better. Is it? Surprisingly. Well, I have taken a dip experience. back. <laughs> I've taken experience. a little bit of a dip back from it. But that's why I took a dip back, though. It was getting too... I was like, Toxic. these fake-ass bitches. And I don't want to have to cut these people out and have this like online war and things like that. Because I was just like, I'll just dip back. Because it was just becoming... It's not worth was, it. Just what you see, like... Is, <laughs> There is a whole other toxic side of this industry. There is a but luckily, luckily. Bitch. And I'm here to detox it, bitch. Yeah, and I was going <laughs> to say, there are a lot of people, and maybe it's just my perspective and where I'm coming from, but I see a lot of people trying to shift that narrative mm-hmm. into a very, let's link arms, let's collaborate together to yes. elevate everybody. Yes. There's still... I just reposted you today on what you were saying, like on the education Um Oh, about serving. About educating. No, no, about educating. Like, literally, like, you can stop worrying about what the bitch to the left or the right is doing. Um, If you don't like that person's technique or if you don't like how they melt a root or how they do it, who gives a flying motherfucking fuck, bitch? It's let people thrive on their own, thrive on your own. There's room for everyone to grow. There is room for everyone to grow. Everybody, it's a big ass motherfucking world, bitch. Newsflash. It's not just, people live in this hair world and they think that's all that exists. It's not just a hair world. There's a world outside of it and people get so enveloped and sucked into that one little world that they don't even realize it. That's why I say be yourself. That's why I say be authentic because if you have your self-awareness about yourself, you won't allow yourself to get there. You'll check yourself and be like, eh, I see what I'm getting. And that's what's going to take you up elevate you so when we're talking about earlier where you could be the most amazing and talented hairdresser right colorist whatever who deserves (laughs) who deserves the recognition but are you being authentic to yourself and if you answer yes to that right you're like okay check i'm a great colorist check my work is beautiful check yes i'm being authentic then the last thing that's probably missing is consistency that's probably it because if I look at anybody in this industry who's, quote, made it, <laughs> they're consistent with what they're doing. They're consistent with their messaging. They're consistent with their branding. And they're constantly putting themselves out there. And they're, they're themselves. And they're persistent bitches. They're persistent. I'll tell you that. When people would ask me in the beginning, too, well, how did you, like, get, I'm like, I went up straight up to the people that yep. people don't, are scared to. Um, Lisa. Walker, Rebecca Taylor, if you guys know her. Like, I saw them at a show, and I was like, oh, that bitch is cool. Like, I like her shit. And I remember sitting with people like, no, don't bug them. I'm like, don't bug who? I'm like, yeah. hey, I like you. I like yeah, you. Yeah, like, they're blah, just blah, hairdressers. You guys, like, ju- we're all just hairdressers. <laughs> we're just people. And people would come up to me and, like, someone had a show cried and brought me a bottle of vodka. And I was like, I can't <laughs> believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, I'm meeting you. You're just, and I'm like. Honestly, for me, it's, I'm a person. I'm like internally, like I have social anxiety, believe it or not. So I, I do too. I like really bad. So it's just like wait, these all I do better on one on one. I people. do better. And just someone like crying to you and coming up to you and just being like, "You're such an inspiration" and things like that. And it's like, I don't know. It's a crazy experience. But you're being validated. It's just external validation that you are being authentic and that it's worth. It's mm-hmm. it's working for you. It's paying off. Yes. And so, and if uh, being you naturally is this professional person who speaks eloquently, then do that. Hell That's yeah, good yeah, for yeah. You. Don't try to be like Ricardo. Yeah, don't try to be like me. Cut. Like bitch, cut. I want to be like because then you're gonna be dealing with people in your chair. You're gonna be like, oh hell, you trashy ass hell. Get out of here and go to Ricardo's chair, and I'll gladly take the hell. Right, <laughs> right. And I say hell with love. 
With all the love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to wrap this up because my battery is dying as well. Oh. <laughs> I know, I'm very sad. We were kicking. We were I know, honey. we were. Look we at 35 minutes. Hour, we really could. Maybe we do a live together one day. <laughs> we will. We're doing a live And finishing together. this Don't up. Because there's so much more we could speak There about. is a lot. There's a lot. And so what I wanted today was just to give you, if you've been listening, a glimmer of encouragement. And hope that you can literally be yourself you and can, still be and successful. And it's celebrated. <laughs> and celebrated. It is. It is. I was watching a documentary. I get more love than hate, honestly. I I'm got sure. hate, but like, trust me, and I dealt with the little parasites that tried to come for me that were giving me hate, but it's more love than anything. Like I said, if you're not hurting anybody, who am I hurting by being just cussing and twerking all over the place and yeah, he's saying happy all these as fuck. words? Yeah, I'm not you're fucking, happy. Yes, I'm not and doing anything to hurt. The people who are hating on you literally miserable. need to go do some self-work and go do some inner child work because you're projecting. Or like parent wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dead ass. I've been there. I'm I've serious. Been there. The book, How to Do the Work. Yeah. It's, <laughs> literally, it's in like, his backseat. I got seat. a book for you, honey. It's in his backseat. <laughs> because they're just projecting and don't let these haters bring you down at the end of the day because they will try. They I mean, will. it comes with the fucking trade. It comes I recently with had that putting happen. yourself out there. Yeah, I'm fuck them. I'll come cut a bitch. See, no, I'm going to get censored. For being a criminal organization. Oh, no, no. Pablo <laughs> Escobar, the but, bitch. <laughs> but yes, just like, hopefully my ho-ass presence gives one person that listens or watches your podcast some like, hey, that little gay-ass ratchet bitch can do it. I can do it too. Yes, and you can. <laughs> you and really you can. can. There's nothing, spe- I mean, you're very special. <laughs> You're very special. But there's nothing special about Ricardo or myself or anybody in this industry, whether it's your sweet mate or your coworker or your salon owner, anybody that you may look up to. There's nothing special about them other than they're being consistent, they're being themselves, they're being persistent. That's it. And so whatever you want for yourself, just check with your integrity and say, okay, is this me being me? Or am I trying to fit into a box? And if you're trying to fit into a box, know that one day that box is going to be your limitations. Mm -hmm. Okay? So when you don't put yourself in a box, there's an abundance of abundance. When you put yourself in a box, you are now boxed in. So just be mindful of that. Um, And if you're in the box, kick that fucker open. Kick it open. Get the fuck out. Get Get out. out. Grow and blossom and live in the globe. (laughs) Yes, literally. Get out of the box. With that, um, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Uh, If you're listening to this and you want to watch our really poor quality video, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't show much. Probably poor quality audio as well. Um, You can go on uh, YouTube, and if you're watching this on YouTube and you want to listen to it at a future date because Ricardo's so amazing, you can go listen to it on the podcast. Um, Ricardo, how can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Ricardo Hara Hair 2. I say Hara because I'm Mexican. I'm bilingual. So you are going to write Ricardo. It's going to pain me. Jara. Jara Hair. J-A-R-A Hair I'm going to put it in the caption as well. Guys. And I just wanted to thank you for having me on because at the end of the day, I know this bitch is structured and she has a thing, but she knows that <laughs> I'm a organic bitch and I just love to go with the flow with things. So this podcast, the way it happened, it whether perfect. it was quality bad, we're it in a hotel perfect. room, it was so true to me and thank you for doing that Oh my gosh. Me. I appreciate you very last minute. And I love you. I love you. <laughs> don't worry, husband. I'm not a threat. No, no. Unfortunately, I don't like gay boys. I mean, I love gay boys. And unfortunately, I only like my tuna from the can. So ah, not there you that go. You to... I don't. I'm sure it smells like flowers, bitch. Stop. All right, guys. Um, stick, to, stick to uh, being, being yourself. yourself. Just Absolutely. be yourself. The message you need to get is just be yourself. If you were walking off that path, 
recalibrate, bitch. Go back Get on back it. To and you. know that being you is, she said nothing special, but you're already special when you're you. Yeah. That's why you're, there's nothing special about the person. The specialness already exists is in you. you. You will so be celebrated. Be you, special. you will be successful. You will be happy. If Happy. you stay Happy. true to you. All right, guys. Thank you, Ricardo. You're welcome. I bitch. appreciate you. You guys Love check the help. caption for um, his Instagram Bye, info. Bitches. Bye. Take care. <laughs>